And a jazzy Open good morning SR with our special guest, Sylvain Reynard. Hello, SR, and good morning, Leslie. Good morning, and good morning, SR. So happy to see so many of our friends in the chat uh, wanting to join um, SR. No worries, you're not late at all. You are right on time, very punctual, as always. Um, you know, Leslie and I start chatting and sometimes we get a little late. <laughs> well and it's also truly the new format of Mixler um, because if you're on your laptop you True. can't join True. in um, right away so so good to see everybody right until I go so on good air to see everybody we're very excited to have you with us today SR and um, to talk about the beautifully uh -huh. done Re Gabriel's Redemption part one It truly, it truly is yes. good. I yes, yes. I, Catherine is what is now in, and Richard are now and will ever be my favorite <laughs> character. I'm very, very yes. I'm, I'm. I was saying Catherine, of course, is such a a joy, especially in part one. It's so so good um, to see everybody though on in the chat. Um, Thrilled to see Dahlia. I know it's been a while since you've been able to join. We're so glad to have you on. We have some new people in as well. So it's really, really great. Uh, and as SR says, very happy readers like Professor Picton and Richard. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do. Cod Swallop Shell says. <laughs> Absolutely Cod Swallop. Oh, it's so good. It's just been so good. SR, we have so many questions for you. And I know everybody's everybody's joining online. Um, <laughs> I think we probably should get started, though, because this hour seems to go super fast when we are on. Yes, it does. And yes, Kenzie, does. I have to pull, call out Kenzie for reminding me that it is 11 weeks until autumn and SR loving that comment. <laughs> I know we're in the middle of a major heat wave in the northeast of the U.S., but I am not ready for autumn throughout yet. The, I love it, but I'm not the ready. World, throughout the world. <laughs> My dear Leslie, throughout the world, yesterday we topped our, um, we went to 63 degrees worldwide, and it's the highest average temperature since they started recording today. This is true. This is true. World. Dahlia so. says, Kenzie, I'm still basking in the summer vibe. Can't believe autumn is in 11 weeks. Dahlia, I am with you. SR says, it's the humidity. Canadians melt like ice yes, cubes. Yes, it is. But SR, for me, stepping out into this humid heat, it is like a warm blanket is being wrapped around me. I am freezing inside my home because the AC makes me so cold. <laughs> That's right. Elena says, and Kenzie, Leslie, and I are loving the heat. <laughs> so, and Kenzie <laughs> says, summer is my fresh hell. <laughs> and Dolly says, Egyptians soak I am, in the I sun. I am like SR. the Canadians. I'm melting. <laughs> I am melting. I know. As we speak, as a matter of fact. We fun. actually were just talking about that. Camp so. Pam was saying how horribly hot it is. Thank you, SR. I will, I will enjoy the heat. I'm the only one I know. 
And Shell in Las Vegas mm-hmm. is in the midst of extreme dry heat. <laughs> yeah. I know, and Ashley's saying, cold anyway. in my house, my parents crank up the AC. I know, Ashley, I know. All of my family needs the AC high. <laughs> and Brenda says, dude, it's hot mm-hmm. out there. It's like you're walking into Dante's Inferno. <laughs> and Betty notes her hair. Hey, and, you know. Uh, I are not fond of the humidity. <laughs> yeah, my, my family comes from the west coast of Ireland, the nor- not in Northern Ireland, but up Donegal and Mayo. <laughs> and uh, this is too much for us. So anyway. <laughs> so anyway. anyway, I know. <laughs> and as Kenzie notes, well, in Inferno, hell is frozen. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. And uh, so. Brenda is used to this heat in New Orleans. I don't mind that it's hot, but not when it's 100 plus degrees. <laughs> no. Well, hopefully uh, everyone can find ways to stay cool. And I do like the heat, but you have to be very careful. Please hydrate and please be safe in this weather because it can be very, very dangerous. Um, so we shall turn our attention to uh, some questions that we have for SR. Uh, wanted to get a sense. SR, how do you feel? How do you feel about Redemption Part well, 1? You know, the, the, I, you know, it's so good. It was so good to see and to see the start of this. And a little, it was a little bittersweet as well. Because, <laughs> you know, you're closer to the end. I, I agree. It's been, and SR is saying, very happy to be with you all this morning. Thanks to Pam and Leslie for inviting me. Um, Thanks to everyone for joining me, too. And good to see you, MJ. SR's response. Happy birthday, MJ. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Mm -hmm. SR's response Mm -hmm. said regarding his feelings for part one, I think it's marvelous. Of course, I was eager to hear what readers thought and if they agreed with my assessment. So readers in the chat room, do you agree with SR's assessment? How do you feel about it? Redemption Part One. You know, as I said, for me, it's a little bittersweet because it's closer to the end. But, but it's uh, it was good. It was good. Like I said, Professor Picton and Richard are, will forever will forever be my favorite characters. Each for different reasons. Well, I agree in terms of the bittersweet comment. I have proclaimed. Many, many times I just was not ready to see this film. And I actually waited until last night to watch it. So it is fresh in my mind. But also I just had to be in the right headspace because this has been such a journey. And I thought they did a great job with part one. Um, As Elena notes, OMG part one, so wonderful. How do these movies just get better and better? Not sure how it's possible, but they do. Tosca and the Passion Flicks team rock. Shell thinks it's excellent, and we are. <clears throat> Brenda gives it a chef's kiss. <laughs> yeah, I for me it was it just reinforces. I almost forget how perfect, and I use that r- seriously. How perfect Julia and Gabriel are portrayed by Melanie and um, Julio. It really, really just reinforces what beautiful characters you wrote, SR. 
Um, and they are just so beautiful performing them. It, it really is lovely. Of course. SR saying, readers' reactions and are so important course. to me and to Passion Flick, so I'm very happy to hear people enjoyed it. Floor notes. And of course, yes. Betty's, Betty notes that there needs to be more Paul. There always <laughs> needs to be more Paul. Flora said she loved it as usual, spot on with details. Everyone did an amazing job with part one. Alex says, Ademption part one is beautiful. Love all the quiet moments between J and G. Another masterpiece, Shell Notes. Um, and um, Monica said as well, part one is another masterpiece. Loved it. And there are so many. Dahlia has not yet seen it. She wants to take her time and savor it. I was right there with you, but... I, I felt I'd better watch it before SR came and joined us in the chat room. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going was to wait for that. Um, SR says, yes, Melanie and Julio <laughs> offered incredible performances. Very grateful to both. Brenda agreed. They've always done a fabulous job. Perfect as always. Tatiana says, hi, everyone. Gabriel's Redemption Park is like a fruit ready for the picking. Oh, it's so good to see you mm -hmm. online, Tatiana. I'm so glad you're able to join it us is. today. And Kenzie notes, no worries, Leslie. I wasn't watch either. This part feel bittersweet to me because there's still more films, but the Oxford scenes were beautiful. Yes, a million times, and, yes. And, sh and Shell's played James, James so well but that I... <laughs> was 10 times angrier yes uh james did a good job <laughs> and mj notes Gabriel's redemption is food for the soul tosca did an amazing job breathing life to sr's amazing storytelling i agree with that mj she tosca really she did she did capture just as she has in every part of the book brenda said i must say in the first part christian bit and margo were just wow they were um uh, and that it was, um, and I'm not sure, maybe Jan may need to refresh because she's not getting sound. Uh, maybe you might want to uh, re uh, reboot, you may be buffering, Jan. Yeah, I'm typing that in because if she has no sound, she can't and hear us. <laughs> that's true, that's true. <laughs> that's a Hey, you know, it's like uh, you asking a blind man if you saw the sign. Um, I love it. I love it. SR notes, I agree with you, Brenda. Christian and Margot did a great job, and I'm so happy. Uh, that was very, very well done. And <laughs> Kenzie did enjoy seeing Christian Vitt shirtless for a brief moment, too. <laughs> the love of, of Christian Of course Vitt she did. It knows no bounds. My birthday buddy. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Dahlia sing my fingers with promise. I mean, it's common sense by now, but it's cruel not to adapt it. Well, we have a question about that further on. Um, question two yeah, for do. SR, though. We, we, I was curious, what was your involvement in interaction this time while creating part one? Um, how, how did you interact with Tosca? And... SR noted that Dahlia, uh, to, in response to Dahlia's comment, uh, Tosca is also a reader, so she understands what readers want and wants the same thing. It may have been to, right. for one of the prior comments. Um, yeah, it was about ad, uh, adapting promise. Yes. So we're curious, SR, some of your interaction that you had. Um, 
And also wanted to thank Elena for putting that other tip in about reloading. So SR, in terms of his involvement, notes he was involved at every stage. There were a couple of scenes he asked to have edited or removed. And that was with readers upmost in, uppermost in his mind. Tosca has always been very generous in asking for my involvement. We even discuss costumes and sets. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and uh, I think it's great the way she gets the author's involvement well, in that. Well, that's what makes this and Passion Flick so special. It's extraordinary, the partnership and the trust and the commitment to filming the book as written. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's it's a gift, and I really love that. Um, it's you know, it, and I was re reading an article earlier this week about E.L. James and how they were talking of in and out the Fifty Shades movie and how she was somewhat disappointed with the first because she got herself more involved in it because she wanted to make sure the readers got what she wanted them to see from yes. reading. So Tosca does that. With and Brenda asked a question that I was going to do as the follow-up. What were the scenes, SR, that you chose to remove? And SR said the original version of the scene between Pacciani and Krista was too graphic. In the book, it's written past tense as Krista remembers it. And that's what I pushed for. Tosca agreed. I thought that was one of yeah. them, SR. And kudos, because yeah, that's what I, we, we had this discussion right before we went online, before we went on air, um, we thought the way that rape scene was handled was very, very delicately and um, appropriately because it was still horrific, but it wasn't graphic. And the way you wrote no, it, and obviously, because you had to convey what happened, um, the way it was portrayed on film um, was really, really um, well done. And I think... Um, definitely got the point across. So, mm -hmm. and I Absolutely. know that Tatiana asked, was the Gregorian chant your choice for the scene where Gabriel cares for Julia while doing home chores and running? It was such a powerful scene for her. And I mm -hmm. was wondering that too, Tatiana. Um, SR said, yes, I recommended some music to Margie. Not that specific chant, but changes, um, and chants and changes in general. Um, really, really well. And MJ mm -hmm. notes, I think that the reason why watching the movie is like seeing the story come to life really, um, uh, gets you in front of our eyes. Um, it really, and SR didn't want readers to be horrified and upset, which is why he right. did that. And, and, and Kenzie's thanking SR as I was worried about that <clears throat> scene between Chris and Pacciani was respectfully filmed and what you knew what happened without it mm -hmm. being shown. And the nice thing about the way, it, the way it was framed is that nobody, Kristen didn't have to be doing anything at all. You know, Krista could be, you know, yelling and whatever she needed to do. Yes. Yes. And SR so. also asked to remove the flashback between Gabriel and Paulina when they were at Harvard together. Mm. Um, so, and that I'm, I'm thankful for that too, SR. Um, cause I think mm -hmm. that would be a lot, that would be almost too much to bear seeing it. Yes. Um, 
in front of your eyes. So it did, as SR Fox notes, it got the point across, not trigger. Um, and Shell says, I think that was a good idea. Or that was a really traumatic scene as a Tosca um, with SR on those choices because it was upsetting. And I don't want readers to be upset. Um, mm -hmm. Just a round of emotion and trauma throughout, Elena noted. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> Betty said, I might be a little crazy here, but I didn't Gabriel running and listening to Lose Yourself by Eminem. Enchant blindside me. <laughs> 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 Betty, you are priceless. SR is laughing, as always. You are. And um, MJ thanks you for being mm -hmm. so thoughtful, SR. That is why we appreciate you and your work, Shell Notes. So, mm -hmm. um, our next question, go ahead. Our, our next question, have uh, you commu communicated with the act, oh, I'm sorry, were you surprised where they ended the first part? Yes, because we and were all guessing where the, the film would end, where part one would end. So, we're curious about that. Tatiana notes that Christian and Tatiani's yeah. scenes were enough with all the sounds and motions in the picture. Um, absolutely. absolutely. Floor notes, she loved that Krista's scenes were filmed as a flashback and the detail of her forgetting her watch. Well done, Tasca and SR. I know that close-up on the watch at the end. I, I just thought the camera work was... Uh, and, of course, the photography, always wonderful. Um, and he, SR said... Yes, I asked for the inclusion of the watch because I knew readers would like look for it, which is, you know, and that, I, it was funny because I was, um, I was surprised at it, but I wasn't, if you know what I mean. It was just because we didn't know all of Krista's backstory with the watch if you didn't read the books. So it was, it was, it was but even with that, that even if you didn't know the true backstory, you understand that she had something valuable he left on the table because she had to get away with him and did not get here, near him. Mm -hmm. So you didn't even have to have that detail of, and context to, to still appreciate the fact that she was fleeing um, after mm -hmm. the trauma. And yeah. SR notes also, that also appeared in The Raven. And. Mm -hmm. His response, and do you that, have the question, his response to the question, Pam? Uh, I, I have it. I can mention okay, his response to the question Pam posed about, were you surprised where they ended the first part? And SR said, I discussed this with Tosca because there was a question about where to end it. But I think we came to the right conclusion about ending part one. And I, it, for me, it was about where I thought it would end. Um, I, uh, it's funny because then I was, you know, I was reading a little ahead, getting, looking towards the podcast side of this. And I, I said, this is what, this is going to be about where it goes because you, you know, you, it, you start a different chapter when you, the next, next round. So, yeah, I thought, I thought things were going to end where, you know, I thought the Oxford, Oxford would be the, the main part of part one. And it was. Mm -hmm. And it was. Yes. So, <laughs> yes, the insurance on that watch must have been incredible. <laughs> uh, and uh, the watch made a point, SR noted. Um, and MJ notes, mm -hmm. it's a triggering scene for anyone who's been through that experience. It was very thoughtful of you, SR. And SR 
as all of us are very sorry about how triggering that can be to anyone who's gone through something so traumatic. Um, and Betty liked Which is true. that they added the comment about the priest and the teacher. It added to Krista's backstory. Yes, mm -hmm. I totally agree. Thanks, Betty, SR said. <laughs> it's a long book, apparently, SR notes. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not long. <laughs> it's just right, SR. Not too big, not too small. We're still at chapter 15? <laughs> not too big, not too small. Just right. <laughs> and he right. says, I like book, the big words books of and I cannot lie. <laughs> Thank you, Kenzie. Now that's my head. Uh, <laughs> give us all yes. the words, SR, Brenda says. Yes. <laughs> yes. Have, uh, have you had any uh, interaction um, with them? Uh, Jan, Jan is a the time for it, when it would end. She thought it would end there because one of the third on the audio book and it made sense to end there perfect very very practical mm -hmm. i love that jan i love that and i think we might be buffering a little bit uh, betty uh, uh, i think uh, lost audio as okay. said so let's see uh, yeah, yeah, just, willie is jealous as <laughs> said we're back so great so glad okay um, good Thank you. <laughs> Willie is naughty. <laughs> uh, yes, he is. He's waiting uh, for his his big yes. showing. At, at Tatiana is so asking about Kenzie. Gabriel's redemption being in three parts as well, and that I I do know that they were they are making three parts of this uh, of the film. And SR confirmed that, yes, three films, Tiana. And Tosca has told me all three parts will air before the end of this year. So we will have the complete film sequence by the mm -hmm. new year, which is wonderful. And Miss Kenzie, <laughs> I do not need to be buffered. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You do know that the request for the reality show is yes, out there. Yes, yes, we were joking um, because I had made a comment when we were traveling to uh, Atlanta to see the filming of Redemption uh, that the back and forth between Kenzie and Pam was so priceless that it should be a reality show. And what was even funnier is that Allie from Passion Flicks made the same comment not more than a day after I made the comment. So it was really, really funny. So that's the ongoing joke right yeah. now. And we have, uh, I'm glad that everybody's been able to hear us now. Um, mm -hmm. I know that uh, Brendan notes that Tosca said that on the podcast on YouTube. And SR notes, yes, Tosca's podcast is worth listening to. She explains how piracy functions and how it damages passion flicks. It was very informative. Yes, it does. Yes, it, it does. It does so. very much. And SR also responded to Betty's comment, which I'm trying for more. Yes, which I was trying to see what that comment was in regards to. 
I'm scrolling. That's okay. We will continue on. Okay. As Shell notes, girthy books are wonderful. And Jan commented that the acting was so phenomenal in this part of the movie. I can't wait to see the next parts. And SR thanks her for that comment. Um, so SR has passion flicks because MJ and several people have mentioned this in the podcast already. Um, before I go to the next question um, about has passion flicks, actually, I'll just say it now. Has passion flicks approached you about optioning Gabriel's promise or any of your other work? Um Mm-hmm. While you get the answer, SR did note Cass has made part one of Gabriel's Inferno on Twitter available and on the Passion Flicks app so it can be viewed for free legally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of course, SR, you never disappoint. He can't answer that but winky face. <laughs> mm, of course. So we're getting winky faces for the question about optioning Gabriel's promise or any of his other work and I I ask that because I personally would love to see the man in the black suit at that would come be to good. the screen and of course the Florentine series but really I'm pushing for I want to see Santorini through Tosca's lens um, and Dennis's yeah, and Dennis's uh and maybe a set <laughs> And yes, and <laughs> save definitely. your money now. I'll, I'll be happy to scout um, to scout some uh, locations uh, there. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tatiana is hoping the Florentine series to be adapted to. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, Dolly is asking. I'm sorry, I'm wondering. Do you follow a certain routine watching the films before airing on Passion Flix? Do you share the viewership with someone or? just you for confidentiality reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Floor would really love to see the man in the black suit. Uh, mm-hmm. That as a movie would be phenomenal. And Betty's right. And, uh, Boss, your novels make great films. They do. Very true. So Dolly, as I responded to Dolly saying, I watch it, but also Nina watches it. We both give passion flex comments. Perfect. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and SR said, someone suggested Christian play Nicholas in The Man in the Black Suit. Interesting. That would be very we, interesting. We've put, we've, uh, we've put Nicholas, we, or we've put Christian forward to play Marcello in uh, Roman Crazy. Nina Roman and Alice Clayton's yep. book, Roman Crazy. Um, and Nina actually liked the idea, so you never know. Um, yes. Uh, and in terms of um, Ashley asked, are, SR, are you going to join the app threads? SR note said, no, I do like, I like Twitter. And so he's going to still stay on um, Twitter. I'm not keen to join another mm-hmm. social media platform. Um, understood, SR. Good question, Ashley. Really good question. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And we have another question. <laughs> but Betty has her ultimate question. You know who else would be great as leading character in a novel? Paul. <laughs> Betty, Betty, Betty. <sighs> I love it. Yes. Um, but Argyle Empire is over on Threads, SR Notes. So you can find them and other readers. Group so are we, and we, we are, are too. too. Right, Pam? <laughs> okay. Yes, we are. Um, we know you've been writing a book, SR, featuring a Spaniard. 
anything else can you can reveal about this? Have you been conducting research, SR? And SR just notes that I think Paul wore the rabbit lapel pin just for Betty. <laughs> he did. And Alex, thanks for letting us know we uh, Threads is not available yet in Germany. It's still fairly new. From what I understand on Threads, they originally wanted to uh, promote this in uh, at the end of July as opposed to when they put it up. And uh, yeah, there, there's going to be a lot of, I think, back and forth with that uh, legally. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we'll see how it works out. But we are out there. It's just connected to Instagram. So it, it is what it is. Yes. <laughs> And uh, several of the readers are talking to me like uh, they do like still like Twitter. Um, SR says, I'm not finished with my new book yet, but I'm trying to finish it. My research includes travel. I've been to Spain and Paris and perhaps a few other places as well. Love it, SR. Love it. Uh, where, where in Spain? I loved Spain when I was there. I was along the Costa del Sol many, many years ago as a... Tormelinos, Malaga. <laughs> I want to go to Malaga desperately. And Rhonda, oh my gosh, everything on the coast. Ah, oh, alas. Mm -hmm. Any of the books would be so incredible to adapt SR. Tosca and Passion Flicks are the best team to do them, as Jan notes. And uh, SR Fox also notes regarding threads, it won't be for a while in Europe because of uh, privacy laws. So thanks for the insight. That's true. SR notes that he was primarily in Madrid. Mm. Oh, they've got some beautiful uh, museums in Madrid. And he says he's looking forward to taking readers to Paris and Madrid and beyond. We cannot wait, SR. I mm -hmm. beyond uh, Madrid. I love flamenco. I love tapas. I love so much of the culture of Spain. I cannot wait to be immersed in that area. And if drunk enough, I will do the flamenco <laughs> I did when I was there. <laughs> oh, Pam. <laughs> and I met a beautiful guitarist while I was there. It's too bad it could be still longer, but you know. <laughs> I was 24 at the time, uh, I think. Best time to go. That phenomenal. And um, speaking of Spain, Kenzie notes that Passion Flicks will film in Spain for Alice Clayton's book, Wallbanger. I cannot wait to see those beautiful, beautiful cliffs and ocean views in that, um, in that film. It's going to be great. Lori notes your research sounds wonderful, SR. And Dahlia asked if there are any hints we could he could give us, any hints, SR, about your new book exclusively. And SR, you never disappoint. SR just put That's it out there. True. Another little nugget for he us. Enjoys research. He said that the book, there is a chef. There is a chef. There is a chef. One of the characters is a chef, Dahlia, he says. Which, of course, makes my heart sing. Hmm, a chef, I like that, Dahlia says. A chef, Tatiana says, more delicious experiences for us to expect. Yes, Tatiana, 
Mm-hmm. My friend at one point was dating a chef, and I called him Sexy Chef. So this just makes me giggle. My grandfather, my mother's father, um, who is the Greek side of the family, was a, a marvelous chef. That was his career. So I have a very special place in my heart for chefs um, and kitchens and the food and service industry in, in general. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Betty says, I can't wait to read it. And when it comes out, will there be any returning characters in the new novel? Perhaps a snarky narrator? And mm-hmm. <laughs> as SR notes, there's always a snarky narrator. Just love it. Mm-hmm. I wonder. So Betty also wants to know if peanut butter and jelly sandwiches would be considered food for a chef. <laughs> Where's that? Just her. <laughs> well, actually, if you really want to get um, into it, peanut butter and fluff <laughs> would be the... Gourmet optimal. Oh, my gosh. You and your fluff. <laughs> For those I'm hey. not familiar with that reference, because I don't know if that's an international thing or not, fluff is a marshmallow-based cream that is mm-hmm. sold in the U.S., as you can only imagine. That's such a, an American thing. Um, and it's very... It makes it almost like candy. Um, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and they're delicious. Yeah, they're delicious. Fluff and udders are um, great. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, floor notes. Ah, Madrid. So beautiful. Love Mercado San Miguel. So much food mm-hmm. and drinks. A chef, you say? C-S-R notes. A yummy chef. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jan notes. I love of it. Of course. I love it. And, and there are mixed results on fluff in the chat room. Some love it. Chef don't. Some don't. Shell notes, SR's characters are always multi-leveled, and that is only one of the reasons that I love them. And SR thanks you for that comment. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dolly says, a chef would consider pompadour topped with peanut butter. <laughs> of course. Uh, we all cannot wait. Professor of 500 notes. And... Elena <laughs> uh, thinks... Elena thinks that fluff is gross. (laughs) It's great. Fluff. That was always like when when we were sick as kids, my mother would make us a fluff and nutter and chicken. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So that's the only time we ever had it. it (laughs) Well, Jan Wade notes that fluff makes fudge perfect. And you're not wrong on that, Jan. That's my dad's secret ingredient for his wonderful peanut butter fudge. Um, And Jay says, SR, give Snarky a break and send him here today. I'm watching the sunset with drinks tonight on the beach. <laughs> uh, going to be. Kenzie wants to know about fluffers in Grand Central. I think you can find them on track 30, but I can't be sure of that. <laughs> so <laughs> the way to a woman's heart is through food, Betty notes. Diamonds are a girl's best friend, mm-hmm. but a chef is a girl's dream come true. True. That is true. Which is very, very true. Um, wanted to ask, too, SR, if you have any other announcements or news you want us to mention. Um, as we're going through. Your encouragement makes mm-hmm. me write faster, so thank you, everyone. SR, I have to say this to you, and I've talked to other authors about this. 
I know there's often a pressure that authors put on themselves because they want to please the fans, but please do not feel pressure. We have beautiful books that you have given us. Please write at your own pace. Mm -hmm. I know you probably personally are eager to keep advancing the project, but please, please, please do not rush on our account. We're very enthusiastic because right. we love your writing, but I, I just, I really wanted to communicate that to you um, because as someone yeah, who I, writes and I, for a living, and I know you can get wrapped around the axle sometimes, and I don't want you to have that pressure. You know, and, you know, we do know that there are other pressures that, that get onto it, but don't make it about, don't get pressure from us before no matter what anybody says. Yes. Yes. So, so SR is noting that he is grateful to all of us. Um, some of the notes mm -hmm. he mentioned is that the Gabriel wine glasses are back in the Passion Flick store, which I think are wonderful. Good, because mine broke, so I have to. Somebody in my house decided that they didn't, they needed to be on a shelf that fell off <gasps> of them. Oh, so. no. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Not me. <laughs> it wasn't me. But, so I'll look for that. And the seven minutes of Melanie and Julio. <laughs> is on the Passion Flick that. Yeah, it was. And we'll enjoy it. He said, how did you feel about that, Pam? I enjoyed it. I, I did. I like the truth or dare part. And, uh, I, you know, you can tell that they have a good friendship. And they banter back and forth with each I other. I think right? so I, true. Their their relationship and their um, their friendship and their trust is just. I laughed the whole time. Mm -hmm. They were giggling the whole time. Like, it was great. Mm -hmm. It was really really great. It was. It was. And uh, I, I I know I that someone like on this point truth or dare <laughs> <posting> this. <laughs> I won't mention names. <laughs> You know who you are. <laughs> yes, we know who we know who uh, the Christian Vin um, in the chat room is for sure. Yes, uh, yes. She makes no bones about it. Um, mm -hmm. And SR, you were so right. We did enjoy that seven minutes. I, I like the whole segment. I thought that was a, a great addition um, to their repertoire for Passion Fits. Flicks and yeah, that's Ashley good. And agrees. I, and, you know, and <laughs> I, I watched uh, the Passion Pod the other day as well, and I know that Tusk is looking to do a talk show about books. Yes. So that should be that should be a very interesting how mm -hmm. it comes along. Comes and uh, many in the chat are also noting the Andrew and Maddie um, seven minutes was also really funny. A hundred percent. Uh, my daughter was watching. She had not seen Andrew before, and um, she was very enthusiastic in her uh, her her squeals of delight and laughter mm -hmm. um, because she just thought he was so funny and so cute, and she had not realized she had not seen um, Wait With Me yet. So um, she she Andrew now has a new fan. Um, <laughs> and of course, <laughs> Betty. <laughs> Betty wants more, uh, more Paul. More Paul. We mm -hmm. and by that I more mean Paul I all need the a time. Glass of coffee mug with one of Paul's quotes. 
And SR also said you'll enjoy Tosca's new podcast on YouTube. She's going to be hosting the talk show and books, as as you mentioned, mm-hmm. and it's going to be really good. Tosca and her team are reader-centered. They're also readers, and so they know what you want and strive to deliver it. Tatiana <laughs> notes the seven minutes in the offline premiere were so much fun to watch. They are genuine everywhere. Tatiana, I think that's a great point. I think they very much are obviously being through this journey together. All are really at this point very much as a family. They're authentic. They're real. Um, And, you know, I think that is really exemplified in their discussions um, and their, their interactions. Oh, uh, Lori has Lori to go. That she has to run. So have a great day, Lori. Thanks for joining in. Yes. Yes, indeed. As Jan knows, so. everything Passion Flicks does is reader-centered. And Tatiana said it would also be great to watch her side as a reader, not only as a director, to hear that. Um, mm-hmm. And Kenzie's also glad to hear Tosca is going to start filming some of their other option scenes like Wallbanger and Black Dagger Wall Brotherhood, Banger. which will yeah. be great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and as Brenda notes, they are the nicest people, very kind, friendly, and real when you speak with them. Yes, I'm, I'm very excited. Yes. Uh, to see how they all, I mean, did a great job with part one. And SR, I'm curious uh, your impressions for part two. Um, any news on part two at this point? Because mm-hmm. I know they've been working on it, as Tosca knows. Yeah. Um, and MJ says, to Betty, Willie feels neglected. He can have my neck anytime. <laughs> well, Willie does visit us on occasion on the podcast to cause trouble, MJ, as you, oh, yes, he as does. you probably yes, can he surmise, um, like he did today a little bit. Mm, um, a little bit. SR notes. I've seen SR part two. Is, Go ahead, Pam. It's great and some heavy material. The performances of both Julia and Melanie are incredible. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, part one covered a lot of things and it kind of bounced a few different places, you know, from Sealands Grove to um, Oxford and a lot of the mm-hmm. action at Oxford. Um, and I just, it's going to get really even deep, more deeply emotionally. Um, did you have, any there are so many things in part one though i oxford let's just take a moment and talk about how beautiful the scenes were there um sr did you have a chance did you did you encourage tosca at all about including some of the the footage of the eagle and child and and uh the statues SR says, I enjoyed seeing familiar looking faces in the audience at the Oxford Talks. Yes, that was fun to watch. It was fun to see. Um, Shell said the scene between Grace and Richard was powerfully done. I agree with that. I, I teared up there and I teared up with Paul. James did a phenomenal job with and Paul. The, the look on his face when Julia was saying happy she was, it was like gut wrenching. 
and I that no, I love that part. I mean, just it's comforting to you know what I mean. Just the fact that they she hasn't really mm-hmm. left him. Mm-hmm. She's there in spirit. Dang. Um, SR notes, Tosca got permission from Magdalene College and so is very happy they were able to shoot inside the college. That was very cool. That was good. That's good. And, uh, you know, I, I, I saw the Ashmolean mm-hmm. Museum. I, and I'm sorry, Julia did, or Gabriel did not pick a good section of the Ashmolean for his little semi-tryst. <laughs> Were there better dark corners to uh, sweep his wife to? Oh, they, yeah, there were a few. <laughs> there were a few. I think Kenzie makes a good comment on the chemistry. Melanie and Julio are good friends, and that's where the chemistry comes in. They were thrown into these roles and have had to and have to portray two characters deeply in love. So there is a trust and respect that develops there. But Melanie and Julio are very kind people, and I think their essence comes through in the screen. Very much agree with that, Kenzie. Absolutely. Floor, Absolutely. SR notes that they are very talented. And Floor notes, Magdalene was beautiful. I truly want to visit someday. Great views. Um, Betty says, I teared up with Richard and Grace scene. And Paul stole the scene. He was the perfect depiction of unrequited love and grace. Completely agree there, Betty. I do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shell <laughs> said, SR, the first thing I thought of when I saw Julia standing outside Oxford was, get off the grass. <laughs> Shell, you are priceless. Oh, and Cheryl's joined us, our friend from Atlanta. Hello, hi, Cheryl. Cheryl. Glad you could join. She's saying hi, you hi, SR. Um, and Jan said, How about giving Tom a part? I love that. <laughs> that was great. Mm-hmm. Um Yes, Pam. Uh Elena wants to know if there was another chapter in your book that you wanted to share about the museum. <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> and SR noted the scene between Paul and Gabriel was very well done. I agree. That was, I think, mm-hmm. one of the most mm-hmm. powerful scenes. Um, there, were, there were a couple. Obviously, I thought Catherine Picton was fantastic when she broke up the, uh, broke up the uh, gossip fest. Um, with, oh, Krista, with Krista, that was, yes. was so funny there and, and talking, <laughs> but I know. And it was who so good. are you? So good. Tatiana Oxford know. came out so lovely she, right on the screen. I love the scene with Julian Gabriel uh, hiding she, in its yard. <laughs> SR says yes to Shell. Get off the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> and he agreed that it was a great scene, Tatiana. Uh uh, yeah, well, I, I always laugh at, at, at Catherine Picton because she reminds me of a neighbor that I grew up with. And mm-hmm. uh, Katie Coleman, God rest her. She, they, they both always had that. straight fire, both petite. Katie was a heavy smoker, so she had a heavier throat because of it. But I was just, uh, yeah. I, I think she's the best. <laughs> well, and Betty said, by the way, boss, want to guess how long Paul was on the screen in part one for redemption? I knew you would record. I knew you would count that, Betty. I knew it. You never disappoint. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, MJ said, Kenzie. well, let me see MJ's comment um, first, and then you can get to Kenzie's. MJ said, "It's yes, it's a strong be more. 
and characters more and more seen in film definitely makes it believable for those who watch any kind of film when there's chemistry between their lead actors, and that's true. Uh, Kenzie was pointing out that some of the comments that have been made is some of the chemistry is less because of the lack And you know of- what? That's I, I feel that that's wrong because as, as a marriage gets more and more into it, that part of, you know, not that the fire dies, it never, never dies, but it, it, it becomes more mature and they're, they're, you're not, you're not going to see that much nudity. And I, and I think it was good for uh, uh, Julio and nude scenes because it can be very, I also feel like it tracks with the book. I mean, some of, there was a reason for nudity in mm-hmm. some of the prior scenes because there, there were specific things and direction given um, to align with the book. And, you know, that was, that was not um, needed here. As Kenzie notes, um, I disagree um, very much with the idea of uh, a lack of chemistry Nudity does not equate chemistry. I actually prefer less nudity because with some stories, what matters most is the little touches and words of affection. And from what I recall in Redemption, there was more fade to black love scenes. Uh, and that's where I was going with mm-hmm. this, Kenzie. Uh, there wasn't, it wasn't as descriptive. It was more of a, you know, they were going to connect in, in a physical way. And it was a fade to black. Um, it did demonstrate that marital marital love and it wasn't an element that propelled the story forward so i you know completely agree it's like i and i understand that because i know when i'm typing up a a scene from uh the book about uh any of the sex scenes my my comment is always in the train goes into the tunnel and comes out steaming (laughs) exactly and and uh, (laughs) pam floor also uh shares your love of catherine uh, saying Superwoman picked and stole every scene she was in. Amazing. Catherine mm-hmm. was like an academic fighter, Tatiana commented. She is the force to be reckoned with. And SR thanked both of them for those comments. <laughs> Definitely agree. So, so Betty had her little quiz about how many minutes uh, Paul was on screen. <laughs> And she posted a bunch of answers, but the answer is a 12 minutes, 56 uh, seconds and 0.04. (laughs) You're counting or anything. So. Yeah. And as Shell notes, the the Picton burn. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So a whole 12, almost 13 minutes, uh, Betty. You had to have been thrilled with that. Yes. Uh, Well, and Tatiana said she agrees um, with yeah. Kenzie. Nudity is additional for me, though I love the bubbles in the bathroom scene. <laughs> uh, oh, the bubbles in the bathroom scene were great. It was. It was really cute. Uh, Tatiana said it was so much skin um, in part one, but it was so lovely, lovingly, lovely, uh, lovely portrayed. Um, so beautiful, so and respectful and reverent, which is true. Mm-hmm. But also that was a that was that a key part true. of the book. You know, it, I, it tracks with it tracks with what SR's written, and I, I love that. Um, uh, and I love the little comment about the uh, whip using the whisks to keep the bubbles. Uh, <laughs> oh God, that was funny. <laughs> to keep the bubbles in the that thing. That was funny. Uh, it's really, really 
well done. Um, Gabriel was wearing a suit when he was smelling Julianne's throat in the morning, and that scene was something really hot, Alex notes. So it's the whole idea that it does, you don't have to have nudity to be sensual. Um, and MJ said that a sex scene doesn't need nudity. The tantalizing gestures right. do the work, in my opinion. Um, and that's and that's our heart of that. Exactly. We. So I think I think we are all, we are of the SR community. I think we have a lot of uh, that same perspective. <laughs> Kenzie yells into a canyon. SR, are you there? He's been responding, Kenzie. <laughs> yes, Kenzie. He's he's the SR's here. I we, I know we are heading towards the top of the hour. We have a, a few minutes left. About five minutes left. Um, mm -hmm. Shell notes, Gabriel Shore did change his mind about their accommodations when he was reminded of small beds and not having problems. I always loved that. I thought that was hilarious. Um, when you wrote at SR, mm -hmm. um, absolutely a hundred percent. All she did needed to do was throw down the gauntlet and throw down the challenge, which is so mm -hmm. true. Absolutely. Um, and SR notes, it was important to me from the beginning that the actor's dignity be respected and that any nudity be tasteful and limited. And it was. Alex notes, intimacy doesn't always need nudity. And SR said, the original mm -hmm. cut of Inferno Part 3 had more nudity, and as a team we agreed it was too much and should be toned down for Inferno Part 3. I thought all of it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. uh, as SR, or as Brenda notes, I think Passion Flicks has done everything um, and has been with good taste. Everything they've done has been with good taste and well done. Um, <laughs> and the professor yes, had to challenge. I, I have no doubt he rose to the occasion. Um, and Kenzie says, Amen, SR. Thank you for saying that about part three of Inferno. I thought I was all alone in thinking um, it could have been too, it was too much. So I think they limited, I think they limited it and made it just right. Uh, <laughs> and Julio had the perfect petulant face when he complained about the room. So true. Um, <laughs> Betty noted the love scenes were tasteful. And SR said, so then Tosca edited part three down and we agreed that the final cut was better and that's what readers were able to see. So we agree. Yeah. Um, and I can't wait to see, you know, I, I feel like this story, especially part three of the, the third book, Redemption, has a lot of, you know, it's, it's an evolution. It's a growth of a family, right? It's a growth of a, a marriage. And, mm -hmm. Absolutely you know, I think we're going to, as uh, Julia Barrett Mitchell, who portrays Rachel, notes that, you know, she had a very, very epic, very emotional scene. And she was thanking Julia on the after, um, after premiere discussion about being supportive and working with her. I can't wait to see that. I mean, I think um, we, we've just been gifted with a great cast that has brought such depth mm -hmm. Absolutely. And again, I, I'm giving James props that I thought he really, really. He, he really pulled it yeah. off in this one. It, it was it was hard to see his pain. 
Um, and I, I thought he did a great job. Mm -hmm. um, MJ asked, can't wait for part two. Some US readers were thinking there would be a Purdue in the US. Do you think that's possible? Um, I'm sure you're gonna have to ask that to Passionix, but we'll see what SR thinks on that. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, Brenda says they aren't planning to do any other premieres. Brenda, and then, um, I'm sure Brenda asked uh, that when she lucky she, the I'm lucky sure duck got to and, go to London. Um, it was great seeing your smiling face, Kat, there, Brenda. Yes, I, <laughs> I, you were on the live, and I shouted uh, you out. <laughs> SR notes, and he echoes that MJM another premiere. I think one was the last one for Redemption, but I think both Melanie and Julia are going to Passion Con. Although, don't quote me. Um, I think Jewel, I thought I saw the uh, Passion Flix posted that Julia definitely was going to be yeah. there. And I'm hoping Melanie but that can, can also come. Change, I'm, sure. I'm hoping Melanie can come. Yeah, mm -hmm. Kenzie also said I think they noted that they were just going to do one for all three films. Um, I'm not ready to see Paul with Allison, but I will do my best not to cry, Betty said. Uh, which, is, which is true. Per Allison said they're just mm -hmm. super expensive to um, do to host the premiere yeah. events I oh I'm sure they are because they have to fly the actors into wherever they're going mm -hmm. uh, put them up in hotel the hotel for however long uh, plus the, you go to the bar and it's the open bar and that's expensive mm -hmm. uh, for the time I, I can remember a corporate event that I did many years ago where the bar bill was $9,000. Oh, yeah. And that was only for like 140 people. So, you know, that was, um, yeah, that's, <laughs> it is expensive to do. Yes, yes. And uh, Sar says, don't cry, Betty. <laughs> There's someone else for Paul. <laughs> and then that's he said, absolutely. Did someone say open bar? <laughs> <laughs> Allow me to pour you a yes, I did pour you a scotch, SR. And mm -hmm. Dolly says, SR, we need a whole book for Paul alone. Betty will be over the moon. And as he notes, yes, I have a file. Winky face. And of MJ course. said that is what I thought. They were just just I was just hopeful. Thanks, Brenda and Kenzie. And uh, we are at the top of the hour. I want to be respectful of. SR's time. Of your time. I know you might have to go back in the Hobbit hole or hopefully somewhere mm -hmm. uh, to... Hopefully somewhere cooler. <laughs> somewhere to relax and enjoy or maybe dig into writing. Who knows? Um, I, I, I think a canoe and a canoe on the lake would be good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Tatiana mm -hmm. said, thank you, Pam and Leslie, for organizing this chat. SR, thanks for your time. Ladies, thank you for the chat. It was lovely to see and chat again i missed it tatiana i'm so you were able to join us really very very exciting and dahlia as well because i know you haven't been able to join um in so long mj as well happy birthday to you yeah. uh and sr and noted that uh something that came up in the seven minutes about julio and acting he sees that he needs to take a break and we should respect him for that and it is important we support on. that Right. I mean, he was so passionate. Mm -hmm. uh, when we were on set, we, we like to joke that we had a TED Talk. It was Julio's uh, TED Talk on skincare. And he's so passionate on about that project yes. that he's had in his mind and has been kind of working towards for over a decade. Um, 
So very much supporting Julio in that effort. And he no I did note he said taking a break, not retiring. So I thought that was an interesting tell as well. He hasn't right. shut the door on that, but he has so many other things ahead of him. Um, so, yeah, so very does. happy um, that we've been able to chat and that you were able to join us. Um, and Elena, mm, sorry yeah. to hear about the loss of your friend. Um, I'm glad we could make oh, your day so a little sorry. bit brighter um, by having you uh, join and chat with SR. Mm -hmm. Very, very thankful for all of you as SR notes. I also want to emphasize Passion Flicks knows that you want promise. They understand. So we understand. Thank you for communicating that message, SR. Mm -hmm. um, we appreciate that. And SR said, thanks again to Pam and Leslie for hosting this and for your hard work on this podcast every week. Um, thanks wow. for all the thanks, um, SR. It's a labor of love, yeah. as you know. We are Absolute so labor of love. We we just uh, so appreciate having an opportunity to get together and talk about all things SR. And it's especially mm -hmm. wonderful when you can join us in the chat room. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for um, coming. It has been a very Absolutely. very Absolutely. massive bright spot in the midst of uh, my uh, tornadic life. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm glad you could join us today and so glad so many of you can come in the chat room I've missed seeing some of your comments oh, yeah. and I'm so glad our diehards have been able to join us uh, week in wait and week out as we go through redemption um, and looking forward to talking more about that and this week one thing I didn't want to forget uh, yes. happy birthday to Raven uh, her birthday oh, was yes. July 5th and uh, normally we would have had a big Raven celebration, but uh, this uh, was definitely something we wanted to schedule as soon as we could. And we're very thankful you could join us. Yes. So we will, I'm going to leave you all today with a little, um, who is this now? The police. I love it. Everything she does is magic. Well, you know, SR does so have to send us bail, you know, save bail money for us. So it's very appropriate. You That's end on the true. police. That's true. <laughs> Especially Marianne. <laughs> have a good week, everybody. We'll talk next week. <laughs>